0: I'm recording right now, so we can just go whenever. Are
1: are you going to do the intro?
0: Still Trent Bruce and (laughs) and Nicky G. Yeah. All right. Oh, you know who's back. Still. Still Trent Bruce and Sleepy Nikki G. Still. On the ASP. This is still a shitty podcast. Still. Still rocking that mustache. Still drinking that beer. Still need to go on a diet. Still looking out for plane sharks, train sharks, and crane sharks. Still. Still working a day job, still living below the poverty line, still, still waiting on Lolo Jones to come on the show, still Still another another shitty podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Pumpkin Spice Cocaine. I bet you're tired from all that summer, and to avoid falling down, take a few bumps of the pump. Pumpkin Spice Cocaine, that is. It's the perfect way to spice up your night because you're basic. Keep that party going with the Scarface Squash. Pumpkin Spice. Now it's in a cocaine. This week is also sponsored by Pumpkin
1: Spice Beds. You guys remember water beds? It's just like that, but instead of water, it's Scalding Hot Pumpkin Spice Latte. That's right, you can get all the joys of Pumpkin Spice even in your slumber. And I'm talking to you, people that wear glasses without lenses. I'm talking to you, people that wear scarves in the summertime, and I'm also talking to you, Mike Grace. Why do you drink that shit? Pumpkin Spice Bed. Alright folks, it's time for this week's weather report, and we're going to send it out to Nick Grace out in the field, and I believe he's on Melrose Avenue next to the pink wall.
0: Nick, how's it out there today? That's right, Trent. I'm out here surrounded by influencers, it is pumpkin spice season, and you can all go to hell. Thanks, Nick.
1: What's up with your month? That's right, folks. It's been a (laughs) long time, and we're going to do this whole episode of What's Up With Your Month. We're catching up. I haven't seen you in fucking forever, Nicholas. Not true. Well, kind of true. Not like see you, see you. We haven't done the
0: podcast in a, in a full month, over a full month. That's bad. We've been bad boys. The last guest we had was Panos, and we recorded that back on August 15th. And Lord. the current day is the 19th, so it has been over a full month since we've since we've done this. Trent just did the Home Alone face. Yeah, the Nicole Culkin face. Shout out. Shout out McCully. And I'm ready to get back into this. Dude, good to see you.
1: Like actually spend some time with you. Thank you for the oatmeal.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for the coffee.
1: I feel like about fifty percent of your body on the inside are made of oats.
0: I eat You eat a lot of oats, my dude. I do eat a lot of oats and broccoli, protein <laughs> powders, meat. You are a fart machine. Coffee. Fart machine. Hey, don't put me on blast. Hey, um, great. <laughs> I just have a diet that is, uh, <laughs> that is an interesting dude. diet. Yeah, well, where does that go? And uh, <laughs> where, where was I going with that?
1: But no, dude, it's it's good to see you. Good to be steel
0: doing the podcast. It is good to be back doing the podcast because I was just telling you literally two minutes ago about how there's a the double-edged sword for me personally, yeah. about how I enjoy doing this show so much. Yeah. Although I hate the time that goes into the editing of it. So when I have a week off, it's, it's, I kind of look forward to that week off where I'm like, you know, Trent's leaving or I'm leaving and I don't have to edit that week. And mm. I get to just, I get like eight or 10 hours to myself that I wouldn't have regularly. Yeah. However, when it becomes two weeks or three weeks or four weeks, then I start to being like, uh, getting my withdrawals. And I'm like, all right, well, let's do this. <laughs> what, what, what
1: the fuck? It feels weird, yeah. It, like, missing a week, I'm like, uh, okay, that came up. Or what life happened. And, yeah. then, uh, and then it happens again. And you're like, oh, shit. Right. Um, so sorry to y'all who are, are uh, regular active listeners and glad to be back. And hopefully you're glad to have us back. A uh, lot of things have happened. So we're just going to spend, honestly, uh, this big chunk of the episode just catching up with each other and catching you up with us and shooting the shit, man. I mean, we've been all over the place. Mm -hmm. You went to Colorado. Immediately after you went to Portland. And I went to Portland, yeah. So that's why I was gone, busy boy, and then then you were gone. Both for weddings.
0: Right. Should we start? Should we go chronological and just see where the story goes? Sure. Should we... Was Portland kind of the first thing? I think so, right? Tell me about Portland.
1: Yeah, uh, my friends um, Patrick and Jasmine got married. And Pat's originally from, the, the wedding was in Salem, Oregon. Which is about an hour south of
0: Portland. Not to be confused with the Witch Trial Salem.
1: Correct. I no, bet you no witches. Just nobody listening to that even knows what I'm talking about. Not any witches, but a lot of white people.
0: Lots of white people. You know, <laughs> felt like my hometown, <laughs> but even a little more white. I bet you witches are stereotypically white. So, mm-hmm. yeah, watch out. Historically, you know. Yeah, historically <laughs> in Hollywood. Historically, the whites are the witches. <laughs> Whoa, maybe
1: there were witches in Salem, Oregon. Uh I actually took a decent amount of time off. It was fun. Uh, I wasn't in the wedding, and it's been a while since I've attended a wedding that I wasn't in, Mm -hmm. which is quite nice. Yes. Um, Because you get to do the fun stuff. And And no responsibilities. Yeah, being in a wedding. (laughs) It's a vacation. You have like a job. Um, Yeah. And it's, I mean, obviously I've, I've been very thankful and hashtag blessed to be in a lot of great weddings, uh, but it is—it's like you're spending a lot of money. Got to get a suit, you know, usually a new suit or outfit. You're part of the parade,
0: but yeah. this time you just get to watch.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Um, the wedding was beautiful. It was in his folks' backyard, and it was like probably one of the most like well manicured yards. It looked like a botanical garden. It looked like a museum of plants it was really? beautiful like a na- it looked like a nature reserve oh. it was so pretty his dad made the gazebo that they, they got married under uh-huh. okay. um it was pretty emotional too because um my buddy's dad passed away a couple months ago oh shit. and so um the the thing that was really cool for all of us and like his you know obviously his spirit was there and there's a they lot of built this beautiful wooden gazebo and uh you know, his mom said something at the ceremony, and that, or at the reception, and that was really pretty. Mm. Um, but I think it was good that he, all his loved ones and family and friends made a trip up there. And, yeah, it was it was cool, man. It was like a really fun, beautiful, everything you'd want in a wedding. Mm. There's lighthearted moments, goofy moments, but really emotional stuff, too. And their vows were beautiful, and Jasmine they, looked stunning. And They write their own? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, the food was great. <laughs> Steak and salmon for dinner. Grilled old meat. Some tequila
0: and local beer and. Sorry to go back uh, to the vows thing. You're fine. I'm just thinking about this. When everybody, because people are like, did, they wrote their own vows, and now I'm thinking about it. Is there like stock vows out there that I just don't know? Well, it, where it's it, just it, like this. Everybody who doesn't write their own vows says these. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm that's the. Like, uh, that's the repeat after me. I. So and so. Oh, that's. Take so and so to but be my lawfully ha- led wife. But I thought that to happens... have in the ho- Or to having to hold for Richard before, you know, to But dip. I
0: thought that happens anyway. Like ever, after, you know, wedding um, crashers, for instance. I, Craig, take you, Christina, to be my wife,
1: my best friend,
0: and my first mate. I, Christina, take you, Craig, to be my best friend and my captain. To be your anchor and your sail. Um, a movie. You're like, don't they? After they say all that weird shit that everyone does, it's so so super insidey and. To did, themselves, did your family's wedding do this? Don't they? Well, when we get to that, I'll, I'll tell oh. you why I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but, but oh no! <laughs> I thought that everybody said their own thing, and then there was always There was still that. I take. The I mean, you.
1: You can do whatever you want to right. your wedding, right. but uh, and some people have done a mix of both. Uh, Patrick and Jasmine just did. There was remnants of you know your generic stuff, but it was mostly all free. Not freestyle, but like all what they wanted, and they shared vows, and then um, their friend did the uh, ceremony, got ordained by the Universal Life Church online, which is actually a legal. Thing. no
0: yeah. I know a few
1: people that yeah. have done that but no they didn't do the generic you know for rich or for poor sickest
0: and and health and all that um it's because they're you know when one of them gets poor I'm out <laughs> oh you're sick you got a cold I'm out We're running for the hills <laughs> <laughs> Strep throat good luck see with it see ya peace out homie or,
1: you're, you're rich I'm out <laughs> <laughs> you're rich I, I can't live that You got lifestyle. too much money uh, you're wearing a f- fur coat Eighty degrees outside. So you just
0: piled around.
1: Yeah, Portland. and
0: then that was your first time in Portland. Was that your first time in the Northwest? Yeah,
1: I had been. Um, I'd been to Redding, California, before.
0: But Redding is uh, like barely north of San Francisco, right?
1: Oh no, it's it's about two or three hours. It's on the border there. Oh, okay. There's the Mount Shasta. That's a great place. And it? then I think a little bit further than that is the border. So um, it's like at the
0: tip of California. <laughs> What <laughs> it's like the port? Like I'm just thinking of like it's another country. Oh, if you go I mean, kind anywhere of anywhere north of that, you're in a whole new world, man. Kind of, but anywhere north of San Francisco, you're in a, that's a different California.
1: Yeah, and it was beautiful though, man. And and I got to spend some time in Portland. <laughs> it was aggravating. I think I aggravated you a little bit. Um, but <laughs> my friends here kept sending pictures of that the biscuit and gravy.
0: Yeah. You must have sent me like three of those. And then you're putting it on Instagram and stuff. And I'm just like, what? What, are you, what the fuck are you doing? I was so happy. But like my, <laughs> you fucking love biscuits and gravy. It's so good. And I have like a, it is tasty, but like I have an aversion to it because I'm a nutcase on, my, what? on the flip side where I'm just like, oh my God, you're going to clog your fucking arteries doing that. Yeah, man. And so like when you send me that shit, I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing to yourself? <laughs> 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 you just had you just drinking. You just drink all that beer and then you're just sandwiching it between biscuits and gravy? What are you doing, man?
1: Oh, I was, well, I mean, I don't know about my arteries, but me, my soul was happy. My soul was filled up. Uh, yeah. Dude, we're yeah, there's not, a place. We're not
0: here for a long time. We're here for a good times. <laughs>
1: there's a place called Pine State Biscuits in Portland. They have several locations in.
0: And you knew God, about it before. Damn, you it was went. good. Oh, yeah. Several
1: people told me to go to it. <laughs> yeah. I got the Reggie Deluxe, which is uh, you add an egg the to The Fat it.
0: Reggie. Shout out, London Brown. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> nice. It's a uh, biscuit, egg, fried chicken, bacon,
0: biscuit, covered in sausage gravy. Oh, my Lord. You got it both times? Yeah. You didn't want to switch it up, because don't they have multiple biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. styles?
1: Mm-hmm. They had a barbecue biscuit. They have like biscuits and jam.
0: Like it's a s like a barbecue sauce? Uh
1: huh. Oh like, a, like barbecue and the bun mm-hmm. is a biscuit.
0: Oh. Well but that's no, just I a wanna... fucking barbecue sandwich.
1: But on a biscuit, when do you ever eat barbecue biscuit?
0: I don't know. Can't taste that much different than a barbecue sandwich.
1: Anyways, bread. it's different. So, no, I got I got what's called the Reggie, a Reggie Deluxe. It's like their go-to. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. Did you go to Voodoo Donuts at all? I did not. Oh, but Katie and Elliot visited as well, and Katie's parents were there. Katie was, uh, McKinney was a maid of honor, and uh, her parents, obviously they're close with Jasmine too, uh, they bought Voodoo Donuts. So, I crashed with them for a night. Uh, in portland and there was i got back to the room and there's a giant box of Voodoo donuts so i did eat Voodoo donuts they're they're like they're not really that great but they look cool yep
0: they look, that should look be the cool. tagline <laughs> voodoo donuts <laughs> we're not that great but we look cool yeah yeah exactly and they're open 24 7 like yeah. when i went there i was i went at like 4 in the morning whoa um i went to a bunch of breweries that was
1: cool um uh cool thing that's different about that city compared to our city is i got everywhere i mean the entire city i I met up with that old high school buddy everywhere on a lift scooter or a lime scooter Mm. and felt very safe like they have very clear distinct bike lanes everywhere it's a big bike city and a lot of cyclists it was awesome i went over this river
0: on the scooter it was awesome we're on Burnside Bridge, maybe? Like the biggest one? Yeah, the like the main bridge. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's not a lot of vehicles, not no. a lot of car traffic. Compared to this town especially, oh, yeah. when you get there, you can drive, and it sounds like you were mostly on your scooter, but you could drive from town, from end to end. 15, 20 minutes. If that. Yeah, I, I did that once or twice, yeah. When when we were there, it was like, I think we made a couple wrong turns, and suddenly we're just like over by the zoo. I've, and, and you're just like, oh, shit, now it's going to take – you have the L.A. mentality. You're like, oh, shit, it's going to take forever to get back to where I needed to go. Wrong. takes a minute to turn yeah. around, and you're back on the spot you need to be. I,
1: uh, I enjoyed my time. I wish I had a little more time in Portland, the city. And perhaps if it wasn't, like, pretty hot – it was like a heat wave there. It was like a oh, really? 90.
0: Does that mean you didn't get to enjoy – I didn't do a lot of – I didn't do the hiking thing. Yeah. Was there a marine layer still when it's that hot? There was a little bit, yeah. That's beautiful, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, And all the evergreens. The trees were beautiful. The air super clean, obviously. Comparatively, for sure. (laughs) Uh, The one thing that I I noticed that was very different, um, I mentioned this before we started recording, I think, uh, that part of the country is just very Caucasian. Very Caucasian. Um, It was kind of weird. Like, you'd be at a bar or something, you're like, oh, I've seen like five people that are not white (laughs) like this whole time (laughs) um that's it that's i mean the further north you get that is what it is yeah closer to canada too but anyways i like that la has more of a melting pot personally the another fun thing is that airfare there is very cheap is it really i I think i got a round trip ticket for less than 200 bucks southwest too southwest which is nice start
0: looking at them Colorado's real cheap. Yeah. Austin is cheap. I heard that uh, New Orleans is cheap, depending mm. on when you go. You know what I found out? Alaska. That fuck it, That's a cheap ticket. Really? Yeah. Do you yeah, want to go to Alaska? Fuck. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you well, want to do the outdoor shit. Yeah, I want, to
0: get, I want to be away from people. You want to see like, a grizzly bear or whatever bears are up No, there. I don't want to see a grizzly bear. <laughs> or if I do see one, I'd like to be... Far away. Yes. Far away or in a house. Or like, like oh, a... what's that dot on the horizon? Right. I'd like to only know it's a grizzly through binoculars. Yeah. Binoculars. Uh, all right, Nick. So it was cool. You want to go back? Sure.
1: A lot Doesn't of... sound like it from their response. Well, <laughs> Here's the thing. Everyone told me that Portland was so cool, and maybe I just didn't get enough time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Okay. Again, maybe I didn't get enough time like in the city city. It just seemed like there's just a shit ton of bars, restaurants, breweries, and coffee shops, and it didn't Which have. Which
0: kind of makes sense when you think of who lives there. Yeah, a lot of whites with beards. And I should fit the demographic. You you do to the T. You were probably people thought you were locals. Just yeah. put a beanie on your head, and there, there you go. <laughs> put some of those like those ears with the fuck yeah the, uh, the gauge steers gauge well, yeah you know what
1: it is. no but the thing was is like. I will go back at some point. You know, what, we, but I'd rather visit other places first.
0: Okay. You know what I think we should do at some point before we die? <laughs> is and before he and before he retires <laughs> is fly up there if it's so cheap and watch Mr. Damian Lillard play a little basketball. Oh, okay.
1: Lillard. A chance to send the thunder home. Lillard, long-range three, and it's good! At the
0: buzzer, Damian Lillard! I bet yeah, your I would tickets like to, to those games are cheap as fuck. Cause i like, like, like to do that. what kind of random-ass white hipsters are trying to go to games up there, right? Probably a lot, actually. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Portland's weird. No, he, I, I don't mean, like, poo-poo on the city. Just people raved about it, and I was like, all right, well, you can gamble, and there's... A lot of these places and there's strip joints. I'm like, yeah, I'm like. But you didn't go to the Rose Garden. It
0: sounds like. Which, uh, what is that? They have, they have this area. They have a garden, massive garden that's got just a bajillion types of roses. Here's the thing. I'll take it back. Maybe it, I,
1: I think it is. I didn't get enough time in the city, and it was, I was dictated with like all my luggage and yep. like walking around. So, if I were to go back, I would want to be like in the city, someone that knows the city, mm. right?
0: The flip side of that is you, we were saying earlier about how you are more free because you're not a part of the wedding party. Yeah. But that also probably puts you on a little bit of an island where you were like the only one in the group that wasn't a part of the wedding party. And so... Well,
1: and it was in Salem.
0: So I was an hour outside of oh, Portland for the most the That's time. why you don't like Portland, because you were in Salem the whole fucking time. <laughs> so yeah. then you got back from Portland. And then you went to Colorado. But before I went to Colorado, I picked up a, f- a bunch of PBR... They're not lights. What are they called? Easies. PBR Easies. The rebranding of the PBR lights. And stop by your place on the way to the airport, because that's what I do, is I'll park my car there, take an Uber to the airport, because it's just half the price. What's up? Crushed a few of those. Played some video games with you guys. (laughs) Was getting ready to go to the airport and realized, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I forgot my suits up by my apartment. And I need those. For the fucking wedding, so I got back in my car and I got the plane leaves in two hours. I got back in my car, half hour north, pick up my suits, half hour south, back to you guys, and not like in the most clear state of mind because I had just had, you know, I was fine to drive. Let's say that I was fine to drive, but I had had three beers, and I got back to your place and I'm just like, oh shit, my plane leaves in an hour. I have to get the fuck out of here. I know how I'm going to save myself a little bit of a hassle so I don't have to search for my ID and my ticket when I get to the airport. I'll just get them out right now, and I'll have them ready. So I did. I removed my ID from my wallet, my ticket from my pocket, put them on your counter, Um, packed everything else up, walked out the fucking door. I get to the airport in the back of the Uber, and now I've got about... 40 minutes till the flight leaves and while I'm sitting there I'm like rubbing my pants because I don't feel anything else in my pockets other than my phone and I'm just like what the the fuck's my ID and I'm looking all around the car see if it fell out of my pocket in the car I get to the airport I'm looking in my suitcase while I'm still in the Uber just like where the fuck did I put my ID I go inside I'm like oh shit this isn't good I've done this before. And really? I, yeah. And I kind of had an idea of what I was getting myself into, but I was like, I have I have a picture of my ID on my phone. I was I was like, fuck it. I can't do anything about this. My ID's gone. I'll have to get a new one. But I have a picture of one on my phone because I had forgotten my ID for something else unrelated one time, and it worked. Uh, it doesn't work at the airport, though. They, they don't give a fuck if you have I can't a believe they you let me. you on the airplane they did so i went up to tsa and they were like ticket and license and i was like here's my ticket uh here's my license on the phone and they're like that doesn't work go stand over there and so i went over to the side and um the tsa guy was like okay so where's your id and i was like you know i have no fucking idea man i don't know and then he's like, all right, well, we're just going to have to start asking you questions and grill you. And I was like, well, I, my plane leaves in 45 minutes, and I'm freaking out because I don't know if I have enough time to do this. And so while he's grilling me with questions... you saying that? I didn't say it. was all in my head. Yeah. yeah. But while he's grilling me with questions, I was like, oh, God. I separated them, and I put them on the counter. And so I texted your roommate, Mark Richard. Yeah. You'd already went to work at that time. And I was like, Mark, is my ID on your countertop? He goes, oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> <laughs> shit. So while I'm there at the TSA guy, I'm like, hey, I know where my ID is now. He goes, great. Where is it? I go on my buddy's counter <laughs> in Culver City, <laughs> and it, it 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 was just a uh, it was weird. They ask you, they they kind of grill you with shit. They want to know who you are, so they'll ask you your all your information. Yeah, what they in, ask name, male name, birthday, where you were born. Where you went to high school no shit what, yeah they asked me what my address was in high school and so they've got a camera on me so somebody's watching me and they've also got a tsa guy talking to me then they asked who's my next uh of kin or like contact and so i was like my mother i gave my mother's name and they're like cool where what year was she born and I was like, "Oh crap! I don't know if it's this year or this year, but it's one of these two years." And I guessed correctly. <clears throat> and then they asked, "What was my first? What was my current address in LA? What was the closest school?" And then they're like, "What about your address before then?" And I had to guess on my old address because I couldn't remember that one very clearly. And then they're like, "What's the closest school to there?" And I was like, "Oh my god! There really isn't one." Now I'm kind of like, "Oh my god!" But, That's a weird question. Yeah, but it's, I think it's how they see if you're just, like, fucking around or not. But I eventually passed that shit, and they had to then give me the full pat down and search all my shit. And they were all really nice about it, and I think it's because I was relentlessly uh, deprecating myself by just being like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm an idiot. I know where it is. I'm just so fucking stupid. Tried to save time. That's what I get for being smart, all this shit. And so they were really nice, and they then told me that I needed to, or I should send my ID to Colorado for two reasons. One, because I'm going to need it to party, is what they said. And I was like, you're right. And they were like, two, because in the TSA's eyes, if four days go by and you still don't have a proof of identification, they view that as more than enough time to have gotten something. And so they will then put you on the do-not-fly list, Whoa. So I wouldn't have been able to fly back. So then, um, you would just move to Colorado. Then I would, have, which there's worse things than that, I bet. <laughs> but then Mark, Mark sent it to Colorado for me. So shout out, Mark. Where did he send it to? The house I was staying at. Okay. Damn, dude. And then I was able to party. But it was actually one of one of the one of the night befores parties that we did. My uncle, whose daughter was getting married, my cousin was getting married. He went up to the bartender and described me to a T and said, this guy can drink. He's over 21. (laughs) Let him drink at this party. So that was nice. And then my ID showed up. Colorado was great. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing, man. I was like, I can't
1: believe Nick Grace forgot his fucking ID.
0: Did you get on the plane already? You know me well enough, I think, that it's not like outside the realm of possibility. You're pretty good with... That stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh appreciate compliment, but I'm a little bit of an airhead sometimes. Whatever. A lot of times, but. Thank God you made it. You had fun at the wedding. I had a blast at the wedding. So we had a couple night before parties because we have a massive Italian family. So we just arrive in waves throughout the days, and it's just like, oh, we got a party for this, we got a party for this. My uncle brews his own beer and so at all cool. these parties he had his own beers was it good oh it's fantastic what, what kind of style he does he did stouts i think he had an amber and i think he had a lager cool and i think that, i believe the stout i hope that anybody listening to this doesn't rip me because i know i'm going to get some of this shit wrong but i believe this stout which was the one i was drinking was a blackberry chocolate stout cool it's phenomenal and... Interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. And then his wife, my aunt, made her own wine in sangria. And so, like, Whoa. everybody's houses that everyone was staying in we just, like, we were given all of this shit. It <laughs> was, like, a party <laughs> gift to start. And then every party we went to, it was on tap. Awesome. It was it was pretty sick. The wedding itself was beautiful. It was on a ranch in the middle of nowhere because it's a fucking ranch. And behind the wedding was... The Rockies. Huh. I expected the Rocky Mountains to be a little rockier than this. I was thinking the same thing. That John Denver's full of shit, man. And on the other side was a whole bunch of rolling hills and train tracks, but the train was, like, far enough away that you could see it and not hear it, and it was beautiful, and there'd be, like, cows around and stuff. We're just in the middle of this field. My niece, Lily, was a flower girl. oh And she was so cute. And my nephew, Adam, who's one and a half, in order to get him to not like freak out when he sees his sister walking down the aisle or doing doing her thing, and in, and in order for her to not see him and forget what she's supposed to be doing, I just had to basically take him to the back corner of the field and just play with him. So mm. I missed most of the wedding oh. because I was playing with him, but... I'm I am I wish I could have seen the wedding, but I that's not that's the best alternative I could have sure. ever, ever hoped for. Yeah, just playing around with that kid. That kid's that kid is <laughs> he's my boy. Yeah, that's my godson. So yeah, he's got a special place in in my heart. Yeah, but what else happened in Colorado? Oh, I also did a little bit of hiking with some cousins. We did this thing over on the Air Force Academy base, university, whatever it is, I own it. I should know more about it. Oh, my God. It. But we did a hike over there that went wrong because we had Googled it a little bit before, and they were like, it's, a, it's kind of a confusing trail. You can't really tell where you're going <laughs> sometimes. And it's the, the difficulty was labeled as hard. And so Lord. we went on this little trail, and we're just cruising by people because we're like, we're in shape, and we're like competitive and we're just going we're going to pass these people and we yeah. just keep going and then at some point we just we we just started going off in the wrong direction and we had already passed everybody so there's nobody there to be like hey that's not the right way to go and this this trail just became it became like a scramble which a scramble is like when you're on your hands and knees and to the point where it was basically rock climbing. <laughs> we were just like prying ourselves between stuff. And we knew the elevation we had to get to. And then our one cousin Andrea, who was in the lead, and I was in the back, she got to the top and we checked the elevation. We were still about, I think we were still like a 1,000 feet. No, couldn't have been a 1,000. About, I think it was like four or 500 feet below where we were supposed to be. And... It was like, and the hike was like, it was not hard. It was very, very difficult. There oh. was a couple times that my, my cousin's boyfriend, one time he slipped and I was behind him and I had to grab him because there was nothing to, for him to grab onto. So I had to grab him and just hold him there. And I think my other cousin, and Andrea, this. at one point did this. And, and it was like around that time that I was like, you know what? I think we're on the wrong path because- No one had said anything? Nobody. There was nobody there to say anything. No, no one in the group was like. Hey, oh, we this is like we were having, like, we were having like-, like our reservations about it because, like I said, it was labeled as hard, but the way that people rate shit on the internet is always an exaggeration, and it's never an exaggeration on the on the like on the other scale. The scale of the exaggeration is always like this is so much harder than it really is, you know. And so we were just like, this is this is harder than hard. This is really fucking hard. And we're slipping, and it's dangerous. This would be like an, – and we, we eventually were like, I don't think this is even a trail. I think it's just like a water path, and it just kind of looked like a trail. So oh, my God. Like, we started like slowly, carefully going back down. We got to where we got off, and we saw – a little stack of rocks that was maybe like this big on top of another stack of rocks. And I forget what they're fucking called when you see those stacks of rocks. I always thought it was a bunch of hippie douchebags just out there stacking rocks, being like, I'm so in tune with the earth, man, and stacking these rocks. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. (laughs) It'd be a lot cooler if you did. and zen's like Okay, aligned. is it like a warning time or something? It is. Those are actually trail markers, and I had no fucking idea. And also, this particular stack was, was so fucking small, there's, I, we could have passed it and had no fucking idea. So that was when we were like, oh yeah, they did say the trail was like a little bit fucking hard to see. So there's this big boulder with this tiny little stack of rocks, on the other side of that is a very clear path, and that goes the rest of the way. So oh, we came no. all the way down. We hiked the rest of it, got all the way to the top, met a couple people up there, and they were like, yeah, we saw you guys kind of like going off in the other direction, and we were like, well, they passed us, and they seemed pretty determined. We just figured you knew what you were doing, and we just kept going, <laughs> and so we got to the top. Man. And then we, we were like, the hike took four hours total, and it was supposed to take us like two and a half, so we were like running a little bit late for the schedule because the wedding was later that day, so we sprinted <laughs> back down God damn, dude. It was, it was a good old time. It was a good old time. <laughs> Spent plenty of time with my niece and nephew, but never enough. And then I came back. To Los Angeles. You're looking at me like you want to kill me. Did I forget something? No, I'm oh. just being weird. All right. No, that's nice, though, dude. Colorado's
1: gorgeous. It is. It's uh, It seems like it's a whole different country, you know?
0: You know what's cool about it? Whenever anything goes wrong in Colorado, you can always blame the elevation. <laughs> always. <It's, laughs> no I'm not used what, to this. It's the elev. It's goddamn elevation. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's a great excuse for everything. Were you getting crazy weather? Oh! it. Yeah, there'd be like a rolling thunderstorm for about ten minutes, and then it'll stop, and then it, then it would hail, and then it would stop. and Elevation, man. It was cool. It's that fucking elevation, dog.
1: Oh, dude. Last week went to the craft beer California Craft Beer Summit, presented by CCBA, aka California Craft Beer Association.
0: So the California Craft Beer Summit is sponsored by the California Craft Beer Association. It's 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 a real hard one. It's real tricky. Putting a party on for themselves. Real tricky. Nick's birthday party is sponsored (laughs) by Nick.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, no, it was a cool time. This year was in Long Beach, and uh, I think last year was Sacramento. But it's a cool time that um, people are invited from all over the state of California. Obviously, brewery people. The first couple days are like a conference, so there's like seminars you can go listen to, and then there's like an expo hall. It's like essentially like a trade show. Hmm. Like they're selling brewery equipment, hops, malt, yeast. Bunch of beer shit. That was way over my head. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why don't you brew your own beer? Good question. Um, I've actually never had an interest. You mean like a homebrew? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's not hard. I know. I had friends in college do it. I haven't. It would be fun to try at least once. Um, but I haven't had much interest in actually making the liquid. Just I, sounds, I just dig like it. like the vibe? No, I mean like I dig beer a lot. I like it. I work at a brewery that makes really fucking good beer, so it's kind of like I'm kind of spoiled, you yeah. know. And it's like, why waste um, <laughs> my time making this shitty homebrew? But it's only I don't waste know. if you don't want to do. it. I never, I, well, I never like wanted to be like a brewer, you know. I've never been on that side. You're essentially like a chef, you know, mm. and yeah, a scientist. It'd be cool. Like, I, I think if I were to do it, and I've been approached. If I were to do it, I would do, like, with a buddy. Like, it'd be fun if, like, you... you live and, with two of them. If, like, you and I wanted to make a beer together. Ah, uh,
0: it's not for me. See? Yeah. But you have other friends. What? Why, why is it not for you? The time? The money? The, well, we would do it at your place. Yeah. And if it was something that I wanted to devote my time to, I would have to be there. Yeah. All the time. And then also... I uh, do. Your boy. Your boy drinks. You know, I've been known to throw back some beers. I'm pretty good at drinking beer. Some cold ones. Yeah, but beer isn't really my life. Like, if I, if I, if somebody told me I had I couldn't drink any more beer today for the rest of my life, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. So, me and alcohol. We never. I don't really liked alcohol. I just do it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it wouldn't be for me, but it just seems sure. like it'd be something.
1: No, I think for I think you. I think on that side the the making of it is um I don't know, I think I think it'd be fun to do at least once with a buddy, but in general like I'm not like yearning or pining to like buy all the little pots and equipment and little hops and malt and, and, and like cook it and then sit on it and ferment for weeks. No! No and then! And then?
0: No and then! And then. No and then! And then. No and then. and then! No and then! And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then! I just wonder if on the flip side of that there could be something therapeutic about it. You work in, you're working on it on your own, on your sure. own pace. Sure, sure. Just kind of experimenting with your own flavors. You can, be interesting. E- you can either do it or not do it. I would like that. On how you want
1: to? I would like to do set your schedule up. Maybe some like more funky stuff.
0: That would be that's that's interesting to me. And then you just you just share it with only the people you want to share it with, or nobody at all.
1: Oh, well, there's a regular at our brewery that is a home brewer, and maybe I could pick his brain about it. Only if maybe. you want to. I feel like no. no I, just think would, I think I think it would be it, no. I think it would be fun to do it. And to do it with, like, someone who's done it before, uh, I'm not really... You're not wasting money, you especially at well, the start. I'm not, like, learning. I, I'm not yearning to, like, let me figure this out on my own for yes. the sake of figuring it out. Yeah. You know? But the beer conference is cool. It ended with a beer festival, and there was breweries from all over the state. So, like, Russian River was there, which I'm going to go check out, I believe, this weekend. Where are they? Uh, Sonoma County. Okay. Um, and then like Firestone Walker's there Sierra Nevada like it was like all the big guys from California were there it was cool too the opening session was the guy that started Sierra Nevada the guy that started Carl Strauss the guy that started Russian River the guy that started like opening session you mean like they're kind of giving a speech or spiel op- or it was the 30th anniversary of this thing oh okay 30 years shit um, it's older than you are Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then nineteen eighty nine. No, no, and then. And then. 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 No, no, and then. No, no, and then. Anyway, but no, dude, it was cool. Like the the conference itself was more felt like more like a trade show. People like selling you on stuff. Mm. One session that I went to was about. It was two attorneys speaking, and it was about like. God damn the that name sounds
0: awful right now.
1: Well, the name of the session was interesting to me because I work at a bar. Okay. And the session was titled The Customer Isn't Always Right. And I was like, Hmm, mm. one of these.
0: You've piqued my interest because that's correct.
1: Yeah. And so the customer's
0: I, almost always wrong. And so
1: <laughs> we go and I thought it's gonna be, you know, how you know, what are your rights and laws like mm. cutting people off, kicking people out, you know, handle disgruntled customers and that was some of that. And then, one of the slides were dogs at restaurants, bars, and breweries. This is a
0: thing that you and you and I are passionate about.
1: And well, I didn't grow up with pets. Uh huh. I had friends that had pets, and like, I've grown more in my older years to enjoy. You're also a, f- a, a nice pup.
0: You're a, nice a fake dog. dog person. According to Mark Rich. Oh my God! <laughs> Everyone, we know you're a cat person. No.
1: No! no!
0: No! No! Oh, my that's God. Not, that's just not the cool answer.
1: I don't... Cats literally do nothing for me. The thing I like about... That's what a, that's what a closeted no. cat person would say. The thing I do like about the dog, even though it's just an animal that you feed, is that somewhat of an affection, right? Cats cats are assholes. They don't give a shit. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, and they literally show their asshole to you all the time. I don't want that, no. Yeah, Cats suck. But the thing about the dog thing is that ended up being the majority of the session. And I was like pulling my hair out. I was like, this is fucking nuts. And during the session, I was like, I cannot believe. And I, I started saying it loud enough for people hearing me. I was like, it's a fucking dog. I can't believe, you know, not like screaming the whole mm. room, but like enough for people to hear. And then afterwards, I kind of, kind of like stepped back from my own feelings about it. And then talked to an owner of a brewery in Sacramento mm. And he's like he's like, you know, and he brought some light into it. He's like, the fact that so many people were talking about it and ended up dominating the conversation is like shows that like all of us are dealing with this shit. And I'm like, dude, it's this state. It's the state of California that it feels like dogs have more laws than people.
0: Or less. No, what gets me about the fucking dogs in bars and restaurants is the fact that you can't ask these people to, to prove that they're, you can't ask for their papers. You can't ask them to prove that their dog is a special needs, or that they're essentially a special needs person that can't survive uh-huh. without this animal. They told us "Say I,
1: I didn't know that. These it's attorneys, ridiculous. they go, you can ask if it's a, um, not emotional, So what's the other term? Not emotional support. That's a bullshit thing. Yeah. What's um, the one? Oh, no, service animal. Yeah. So you cannot ask somebody. Right. Uh, because it's discriminatory if it's their service animal. And if you do ask, no, it's not that you can't ask. They'll sue you. you no, know, it's not that you can't ask. Uh-huh. You can ask, but if they go, yes, it is, you can't ask to see
0: proof of that. So the only way you can, you can ask get around it is if they are dumb enough to say no. Correct. It's fucking ridiculous. Are you allowed to this is what I would like to do if I were to open up a place. Are you allowed to say, I don't care if it's a service animal. There's no animals coming in this place. And if that means we lose your business, fine. Go fuck yourself. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Cause okay. Because it's, it's your business. That's what I
1: would do then. Yeah. You might get some internet people mad at you.
0: Sure. Welcome to the
1: world we live in. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like you would probably have like
0: dog people... Fine. Be adamant about. Fine. And I love dogs. Yeah. I don't think that dogs love bars. Be- bars are made for people. Yeah. Also, kids. The yeah. What's the kids, rules on that?
1: We didn't really talk much about it, but I'm, I mean, we we allow little kids, and the thing that's frustrating is sometimes our place turns into a glorified daycare yeah. slash dog park. And
0: kids and dogs are just running around. Um, Alcohol's involved, so people aren't really watching their kids. Dude, one or their time dogs I had to stop. Like I had to tell
1: these kids, and they were, I would say, like elementary school, like probably third, fourth grade, multiple times, stop throwing rocks in the parking lot. It's like, <laughs> there's cars everywhere. Yeah. And they're just like chucking rocks. I was like, well,
0: they're doing kid Where
1: shit. are your parents? Yeah, yeah exactly. Doing kid shit.
0: You can't bring kids around adult shit and expect them to be adults. Yeah. But that sucks because it's a brewery, so you don't card anybody until they get to the bar. It's yeah. like a It's like a what's it called? What's the? It's not a bar. It's another kind of bar, but it's a gastropub. Sure. Which is a bar, except for the only well, difference is you don't card at the door. The vibe is
1: like you know to allow for like a family type experience, which is cool. Like if I had kids and a dog, like cool. Yeah. I would love that. Well, I don't, so I don't.
0: But I, I'm, I'm from more like the the mentality of like, you know, if you've got children and you've got an animal, you know, if you have children and all the responsibilities that go with that, fuck you doing at a bar. That's a good point. That was, you should have been doing that shit before you had kids. Now you have kids. Deal with that. (laughs) So you're saying parents can't have fun too? I'm telling you that parents can't have fun with their kids, you're saying get a babysitter. Fire. Yes. Yeah. If you absolutely have to go out, get a goddamn babysitter.
1: I didn't say it. Nick said it.
0: I don't think it's a controversial thing. No, I agree. I mean,
1: it's frustrating. It, and I think that just chalk it up to California. I mean, God forbid you backwards ass fucking state. Well, that we live there's in. a lot of there's a lot of cool things about the state, and there's a lot of things that make me scratch my head. I'm like. Yeah. Why is it so common that like we can break it down into two things? You can you the, can
0: the cool things about this state are the geography and the things that make you scratch your head are the people living in the geography. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. No, it's the
1: it's the uh, you, you have to allow everything. That's what it is. You know, God forbid someone can't bring their like i seen dogs in church, the bank, grocery store. The weird thing to me is when you see an animal in a place where you're eating or drinking. It's like, it just seems gross. Like it just—it's just dirty. Mm-hmm. There's people in this conference that were raising their hand and mean like, one guy raised his hand, told a story about how the health inspector came by. Within that same day, uh, the health inspector was looking around the bar. A dog was sitting in a person's lap, and the dog put its paw on the table, dinged him right there. The health inspector.
0: What can you fucking do? You can't do anything. You
1: can't. Because then you. Because you also
0: can't kick them out for that.
1: You go, oh, no dogs allowed. Then you're losing that business, especially after you allowed dogs. I think it's interesting. If you that open the health your door, inspector
0: doors. didn't walk in there and say, "There's an animal in here." Yeah. There's
1: There's a fucking ding. Uh huh. It's the thing, man. Anyways, I'm more than okay than, than to move on from that. What else, Nick? You said
0: you're. Play oh, Mr. Manager? Yeah, the last week. My my uh, official title at the restaurant I work at is assistant manager. Ooh. But one of our one of our managers took a much needed vacation last week. He took he went to um, Hawaii, actually. Beautiful for, for a week just to get away. And honestly, he only takes one a year and we basically have to force him to do it. Yeah. But he should take one every Month, or something. <laughs> this, this stuff he has to deal with and is honestly it's just crazy. But um, as a result, I took over a few of his responsibilities, not all of them, but a few of them, and um, that was fulfilling. Yeah, yeah, it was really fulfilling to be to have that um, responsibility. Yeah, and being a manager isn't something that's foreign to me, quite honestly, because I grew up in a tire family and I was managing, I was managing a tire store in New Mexico when I was 20, when I was 20. And so it's, that's something I've done before, but it's been damn near a decade mm-hmm. since I've done that I worked a lot of different jobs since then, but it was cool. It was, it felt good because I know what I can bring, like my, yeah. my, my people skills Yeah, that I can bring to shit. Like, one of, my, one of the one. chefs came up to me, actually, two days ago, and he was like, "Was we had a guy that was in there fixing the the, the Wi-Fi or the fax machines, some shit. And he <laughs> was like, the The guy had clearly done his research about where he was going in to do this job, and he was just, you could tell he was just nervous. He was, he was like, this is a, we have, our, the restaurant has a certain status or whatever, and he was, like, nervous to really kind of be there. Really? Yeah. And... On the just flip side do, of that is nobody to, told me he was coming and yep. I was the only person there and just it was to do just the like, internet though. Yeah, but it was but it was like I mean it was a it was an hour long thing and yeah. it has to be it has to he has to do a good job. Sure. And so he was just he was just nervous and and I didn't know he was even going to be there and I didn't know there was any sort of problem because nobody tells me shit. And I just had to basically calm him down and make sure he was comfortable without letting him know that I'm calming him down and making him comfortable. And so I basically just kind of guided him for a couple hours while I'm doing all my other shit. Mm-hmm. And the chef came up to me two days afterwards and he was like, Hey Nick, that was a really good job you did just kind of like handling that guy. Cause you did, he had like a little nervous energy around him and I was like, yeah, thanks for the compliment. It's, I mean, I, I, that's what I do. I do, this is, I read people yeah. for a living and I've, been doing that for a decade yeah or more and so it was it was kind of like that oh. was that was a fulfilling experience little tip of the hat yeah. yeah hell yeah dude did we talk about how you're going to Sonoma Sonoma yeah Sonoma California not Arizona
1: not Sedona correct uh, yeah and going up to wine country oh so bitch yeah <laughs> with my lady friend so that's gonna be fun uh, not going up there to get married as <laughs> Nick assumed before we were recording. Or do you even drink wine? Right? Yeah. It's just well, wine it country. is a wine festival. It's a wine festival uh-huh. that one of her bands that she reps, uh, she is in music management, is, what is playing.
0: What sort of band uh, is playing a wine festival? Is well, this like some sort of jazz band? Because no, I thought see, she did
1: rock and roll. Yeah, so this is like a rock band. They're called The Score. Uh, but also the other people that have played this, Death Cab for Cutie, Lauren Hill, CeeLo Green... Ben Harper, churches is playing. Why festival? It's such a random thing, yeah. but it had like a big lineup.
0: I mean, shit, dude. If you're an artist and you're getting paid to go somewhere,
1: exactly. And so we're taking a little little uh, weekend road trip together. So it's our first our first little thing together, and. uh <laughs> One of our regulars at the bar, Charles, I think you might have met Charles. I met Charles, yeah. Yeah, he, he goes, well, he goes, like, you'll find out whether or not you you really like each other or not because you're going to be spending a lot of time in the car. I was like, yeah, it'll it'll be good, though. Yeah, it um, will be good. I'm excited. We're doing, we're stopping at Firestone Walker, which I've wanted to go to for years That's now. That's right. You're in deep. Paso Robles. I used to work for them. So now finding finally going to see, like, the main location, and it's, like, the Central Coast. And you'd said you were going to take the one all the way. I think we're going up the one. Yeah, I think we're going to do that. So. As uh, you should. I'm really excited. And I've never been to that part of the state um, Sonoma, and then I think we're going to peek around San Francisco a little bit. If you're going to San
0: Francisco.
1: Which I, I'm really excited that's happening. I actually had that on my to do list this year. So Just going through it, though, not stopping. No, it. I think we're going to like check it out. You're going to get a space? Huh? you going to get a hotel? No, but I think we're going to get up early-ish on Sunday morning, Okay. make our way down, poke around for a bit, and then head back.
0: Oh, and then go back to Sonoma or go back LA, to... LA. Oh, so you're ju- going to spend some time in San Francisco and then drive down yeah. all the way? Yeah, Dr-
1: I drive up tomorrow morning, early, mm-hmm. hit Paso, then end up in Sonoma. Tomorrow's the fest. Yeah, you can get up there real late. <laughs> Tomorrow's the fest. Hang out... For that, spend the evening or spend the night there, and then get up early Sunday, poke down. It's only like... Make
0: a reservation at the John Muir Woods if you can. Oh, yeah. You need a reservation just for a parking spot. Oh. But go there. Early in the morning, go there, hit up Sausalito, and then just drive around San Francisco. I'm gonna have to ask you all this later on. San Francisco's a cool place.
1: Yeah. Shout out Cousin Nicole. She's up there. I'm very excited. Never been and lived in the state for seven years. So... I'm excited. Do you have anything else you wanna add?
0: Oh I guess it's possible that I might start singing jazz standards at Fred Durst Jazz Club. That's kind of a weird thing. What the fuck?
1: And we're gonna send over to Nick with this week in basketball.
0: This week in basketball, voluntary workouts have started, Nick still hasn't watched the Dennis Rodman documentary, and James Harden's Volume 4 shoes are so fresh and so clean. But first, USA basketball fell from grace very hard this summer, and I'm a little bit upset about it. What happened? Well, none of the top players in the NBA wanted to play on the team, and even then, some of the some of the second and third tier players also didn't want to play on the team. People just kept dropping out and dropping out and dropping out. Motherfuckers is just dropping like flies. And then eventually we got to the point where we didn't ha- we we were made up of a whole bunch of role players and Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. And so we got I think seventh or eighth in the world this year. We lost our first international game since 2004, I believe, and then we lost a few more. <laughs> Damn. and it's just frustrating and people are like hey you're you're selling our country short and you're selling the players that did show up and play short and you know give props to the other countries cuz they're they're good at basketball and they won but i'm just like it's to me unacceptable i am a firm and staunch believer in american excellence and i think we should kick everyone's ass at everything America, fuck yeah. now <laughs> god damn. It's a little bit different in sports such as soccer because we've never been good at it. (laughs) But basketball, we've always been the best. We've just always been the best. And I think we should continue that trend forever.
1: I think now players are more concerned with their overall health and well-being and getting their money on their NBA team more so than a pat on the back
0: for playing for the America team. Hey, I want... I want people to be, take a little more pride in their country. Fuck yeah. And I know it's hard because our country You get is,
1: injured and
0: then you can't play. Right, and people are like, there's a there's a whole lot of stuff with our country right now where people are like, I don't want to, like, why would I play for for that country? Like, I don't want to agree with all that shit. It's still your country, man. It's still your country.
1: Play for it. I, I think Kick ultimately... Kick everyone else's ass. I think ultimately it comes down about
0: they don't want to get hurt. Don't get hurt. Get hurt. <laughs> Just don't get hurt. It's that simple gosh you know like you're about to get hurt and then you just don't do it instead you know and then get a gold medal Fuck yeah. of course get the gold get that gold i have uh i guess you're a little stoked on nba i got a thing to 2K, add 20 i haven't played it yet
1: but i know it's out and lebron curated a lot of it including the soundtrack mm-hmm. and there are multiple run the jewels songs step into the spotlight Woo.
0: That's cool. You know who else is on there? Toby Nowigwee, dude.
1: I am not an icon. I'm a hyphen between Jot and the ghetto.
0: Oh, He's sick. on there. That's awesome. Yeah, he's in there. Some good music on a sports game. That's fun. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, there was only a, there, I can only think of a few, a few iterations of any sports games where the songs are actually good.
1: Yeah.
0: Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's the best. Goat. <laughs> but my 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 good buddy John Guidry, his good buddy is in the game. Whoa. And I got I was fortunate enough to meet him at one time at a game night. And he's a cool dude. His name's Chaz Jordan and he's a designer, clothing designer, and he's in the game. They put him in the game and they put all of his clothes in the game. Holy shit. As well. And I because I guess you can be players, like your own player and you can go shopping and shit. Yeah. And they, they just add like a whole bunch of other like social aspect to it. But they put him in the game. He's... Chaz Jordan is in the fucking game, I guess. Shout
1: out for your friend of a friend. Yeah. Also, when I'm playing a game like that, I don't give a shit about any of that
0: Did you... <laughs> I were it's you cool never... that he's in a video game. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I just want to play more of the game. Right. Not, like... Well, that's why NCAA football is the best game, sports game, there's ever been. Yeah, yeah. And we need to bring that back and also somehow not pay the players. <laughs> <laughs> but... Your your roommate, our friend, Mark Richard, asked me one time, I don't think you were there, he asked me, if you could be in a game, if you could be in a video game, like you, yeah, Tre right. Bruce, in a game, and it could be any kind of game, Sure. what would it be? First of all, it would be a wrestling game. Okay. But GoldenEye would be pretty dope. Is there a way you could combine them? Some sort of wrestling GoldenEye? With Trent Bruce. Wrestling. Starring Trent Wrestling with guns. <laughs> 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 and After and so many DDTs, missiles. you get enough bullets, then you just, oh, I got bullets now. Boom.
1: <laughs> dude, if it was twisted metal meets blitz meets wrestling. NFL blitz? Yeah, dude.
0: That <laughs> basically is
1: wrestling.
0: Yeah, you're right. But just but like with crazy guns. weapons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. I said mine would be what 2K did. But with uh, like Formula One drivers,
1: <laughs> so, so You're just
0: like racing cars around, or like if you could be, if I could be like a, if I could be like some sort of Steve McQueen type person, okay, in a video game. But it was just instead of Steve McQueen, it was it was Nick race uh, <laughs> just so riding you, around on motorcycles. You just want Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. To be yeah, a video I just game. want to get in the VR and ride a motorcycle around and punch Nazis in the face. We're going to be doing one thing, and one thing only. Killing Nazis. Trent, what's going on in wrestling?
1: All Eat Wrestling had another pay-per-view. This is when I was away for the wedding. So it was over Labor Day. And it was called All Out, and it was in Chicago. Um, and that's when they crowned their first ever heavyweight champion, which ended up being Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. which you know of Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and which is a good idea because they're going to be on TNT starting on Wednesday, October second, live on TNT. What's funny is the name of their show is called Dynamite, Dynamite, which is I thought was pretty cute, TNT Dynamite. And then yeah, there was a segment where Chris Jericho won the title, and then the girl went up to him and, to interview him afterwards. And he's like, you want to interview me? I want to interview myself. And grabbed the microphone (laughs) and then just went in the back locker room and just riffed and shit on everybody. It was hilarious. That sounds like a a very The Rock type thing Oh, it was hilarious. And then he went to the the locker room and there was like a shitty plate of like cheese and meat and olives. And then like one single bottle of uh, champagne. Uh And he's like he's like, oh, is this what the champ gets? Is this what champ gives? A little bit of the bubbly. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. He was riffing off of nope, Dumb, and bubbly. Dumb and Dumber, Dumb uh-huh. and Dumber. Uh, and that clip has gone viral in the wrestling world. And there's like shirts made of it with him on it. says, a little bit of the bubbly. Already? Oh, dude. Are you going to get one? Right when it happened. No, I'm not going to get one. But it's like the best selling shirt right now on ProWrestlingTees.com, which is crazy. And he, he's great. He's one of the best at what he does. So Bray Wyatt's come back into wrestling. He was like a creepy, sinister, almost like Undertaker. Like he's got like these ominous, evil powers about him. But he's come back, and his new moniker is the Fiend. Yeah, we talked about this and, guy. And just appears. Yeah, he's great. So he showed up. Uh, Clash of Champions was a pay per view for WWE last Sunday. Title match happened. Seth Rollins wins, and then you see the logo on the corner. Of the TV, which means that the pay per view is over. He's got the belt up. The logo comes up. You're like, "All right, the show's about to be done." And then the screen goes black. Oh, it's so cool when they like fuck with you. Know. They fuck with you like that. And then he shows up and like choked him out. And that's how the show ended. Dun,
0: dun, dun.
1: So uh, the next pay per view is Hell in a Cell, and it's going to be the Fiend versus Seth Rollins. So that's exciting.
0: Good. Maybe it'll give Seth Rollins a character
1: yeah right a little bit a little bit of a push there in the story uh your boy and other of your friends that are wrestling nerds chili club right chili club shout out chili club bought a bunch of tickets to the Royal Rumble in 2020 uh, which is in houston Houston. And uh, it's gonna be at Minute Maid Park where the Strohs play. He's gonna stay with Elliot. So he they live in Austin, and so. But he's from Houston, right? He's from yeah. So Crash we might Mom stay. dad. Yeah, style. we might stay at his parents' house. But dude, it's gonna be so much fun. And uh, there's like ten of us going. God damn. Including my stepdad, which is awesome. Oh yeah. It's gonna be so fun. Is he bringing uh, his sandwich skills? <laughs>
0: uh it's been a minute for that but yeah (laughs) i think we'll we'll have a good time you know shane asked why i wasn't in the chili club shane shane wanted me to be in the chili club really (laughs) i I basically turned him down (laughs) you just said like dude i don't watch wrestling i was like i was like dude i i'm gonna tell you right now i don't care enough yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) what did he ask y'all's thing what did he say
0: I i think we were all getting drunk one time and yeah I always go up and do the wrestling shit. With oh wrestling yeah, buddies, yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah. Oh, maybe he thought you weren't were... you in the Chili Club. You need to be in the Chili Club. That's like, hilarious, dude. It's not dude. mine, man. That's y'all's.
1: There's a little. There's a lot more that happened, but uh, that's pretty much the highlights. NXT, WWE's like edgier program, is now on live television, and they put it around the same time as AEW. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I did that. I meant to go like that. Yeah, wink, you wink.
0: your nose. Yeah. Doing some bumps <laughs> of the. Yeah. Bumps of the pump.
1: Right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Spicing up your night. Okay. I'm going to send it back to Nick for This Week in Hip Hop.
0: This Week in Hip Hop, apparently Nicki Minaj retired so we can all celebrate. Probably didn't really happen. Ja Rule... Is that like clickbait, clickbait, or what is that? Oh, of course. Her entire body is clickbait. Damn! Everything about her. Ja Rule banned 50 Cent from Detroit. Not sure he can do that. What the fuck does that even mean? Exactly. Um, and also, when you're cool with M, I'm pretty sure you're cool in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Marshall, Ma- no, you brought up 50. No way. Yeah. So, no one really cares about that. The thing that actually, you get to your hip hop news before I get to what I really care about. Kanye, I guess, has a gospel album coming out, or
1: the album seems like it's a gospel album. Is he, he gonna it's replace called... the word Jesus with Kanye? Well, it's called Jesus is King.
0: Next time I'm in the club, everybody screaming out. He's been doing his Sunday services Sunday. or whatever the hell it is, Sunday which Thursday. is like I've seen clips of it, and goddamn, that seems like. Uh, that is a narcissistic power trip if I've ever fucking seen one. Yeah, he's doing gospel versions of his music. Yes, but he's also, it's, it's very much for him. Yeah, it sounds and dope. not for Yeah, it God. sounds
1: dope. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh post it's Malone, cult-y, you know? Yeah. Post
0: Malone came out with a new album, Hollywood is Bleeding. Probably pretty good. Have you heard it? Do you yeah. like him at all? I've grown, I've grown more and more to respect him. At first I hated okay. it because I thought he was part of the whole Mumble crew, and he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, he's kind of his own thing. Uh,
1: I've listened to the album. It's not my favorite of his. I like it just all right. It's super, super poppy. But it's good, and there's there's a handful of songs in there that are really dope. He got Ozzy Osbourne on a song, which is fucking cool. Yeah? Yeah. Ozzy. Actually, like, singing? Ozzy sings the chorus. Yeah. Like, going all out, Ozzy? I'm going out. as much as how
0: old he is like an can an 80-year-old or whatever. Yeah. Of course, he looks like 130. Yeah. Will you know? That's it for me, Nick. You got a little... What I care about isn't really hip-hop related at all. It's Paul Coffin's new album, Room 41, came out, and it's the best country album I've heard in years. Now you're going to meet the real big velvet. It is phenomenal. So good. And I think we even talked about this on the last podcast or if we didn't, we... Talked about it while we weren't recording. You and I are going to the show yeah, here October in L.A. 1st at October the Moroccan 1st.
1: Theater. Uh, it's uh, two weeks away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's also like a pretty small venue. I'm, I'm very pretty excited. stoked for the intimate setting of it. Yeah.
1: And and deserves opening up, so that's going to be fun, too.
0: Yeah. I like his stuff. Dish, d- how do you say it? DeJure? I think it's DeJure, yeah. Dishur, yeah. So. Who I believe used to be a guitarist in Midland. People say I got a drink. For the touring, who said band. that? I don't know. Yeah, Is it? yeah, yeah. So your your significant other yeah. Sig uh, manages part of the management team of De Jure, yeah, or De Jure, whatever, yeah, that guy, yeah, <laughs> and also of Midland. And I'm pretty sure that he had been because they Midland talks about him a lot. Yeah, they're close. I'm pretty sure that he had at one point been a part of the touring band with them.
1: Probably, and he's so open for them. them.
0: That'll be cool.
1: Oh, Um, I forgot to tell you this. went to see one of my favorite musical acts, Explosions in the Sky. You didn't Uh, forget to tell me that. Well, on the pod. You told me that like three times. But on the pod, though. Okay, yeah. And they had their 20th anniversary show. For the second time, I ran into the bassist of the band. I met him in Louisville after the show, like 2010. And this time, before the show, I was grabbing food at Tinder Green's uh, with Steph. And he was literally right in front of me, and I'm like, I have to say something. I go, Hey it was man, prior to the show, yeah. I go, Hey man, I don't remember this. Met you in Louisville. this tattoo. He's like, Oh yeah, dude. And I don't know if he Wait, actually that
0: tattoo is a part of their thing. Oh, uh, it's
1: one of their album artwork. Oh no way. You never do that. Yeah, the angel.
0: No. Yeah.
1: And so they all have. I knew you liked him. I didn't know you you were that. Oh no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they all four have this angel right here and so um i didn't know that until i saw that and so back in the day when i first met him he's like you're the fifth member of the band." i was like oh my god and so we chatted and he's like he's really nice his name's michael really nice i said "Do you still live out of texas and they're like well we split time and my wife uh, is a tv writer and they live here sometimes i was like that's so cool and he was just like a very normal guy and i just was like yo congrats on 20 years and He's like, yeah, we're gonna play some old stuff for like all the
0: diehards tonight. And I was like, dude, that's fucking cool. That's gotta be such a cool little gig for them, because like they're they're doing they're doing alright for themselves. Yeah, they're but not also, like massively huge. Right, but they're they've got a career and they're set yeah. via that career. And at the same time, not a one of them would be walking down the street and would someone like me be like, oh, that's the guy from Explosions in the Sky. It yeah. would just be like It'd be a few of you. That's pretty dope. No. It'd be it'd be like only one off, so they don't have to deal with getting bombarded all the time. They can just sit back. And it's probably
1: like the great, like the in. greatest spot to be in in entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> Where you make enough money doing entertainment, and you don't get bombarded all the time by crazy people like me. Right. <laughs> to, to be, yeah. To be anonymous, still. So, anyways, that's this week in hip hop, country, and explosions in the sky. <laughs> Thank you to everyone listening to this week's episode of another sweet podcast. I'm Trim Bruce alongside the very dashing Nick Grace. Yeah, it's been a minute. Hopefully, we don't go this long again uh, unless something ever. crazy happens. Ever. 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 Uh, big shout I imagine out. Imagine us being like 85 doing this. Nursing home. We get scooted out what? by like a nursing home attendant to go to like the. A little room like this. What the hell do you think we'll be talking about? You think we'll actually be talking about important things by like, then? No, we'll be talking about, oh, this applesauce is too watery. You know, yeah. I didn't like the scrambled eggs. Yeah. You know. But, you, know. Do you
0: think be, I don't bet you remember 85, applesauce and scrambled eggs might not even be a thing.
1: Just be different colored dust that we eat. Yeah, take a pill. Oh, man. All right, that's depressing. Download our food to our, our guts. Uh, <laughs> We wanted to shout out some folks before wrapping up with you. Happy Dirty Thirty to a great friend of the pod, Mr. Mark Sipka, Happy birthday to you. or you might know him as Bub's Declan. Bub's, aka Bubs. Uh, love you, buddy. Hope you had a great birthday. Can't wait to celebrate with you at some point. And uh, also, since we've recorded, Mark in Austin are engaged to be married.
0: Yeah. God damn. Is this the first time that two former guests on the show have gotten engaged? Whoa, it's because of us. It's 100% because of us. Because they did the show, they
1: fell more in love with each other.
0: Right, <laughs> we'll give them that. They did we know need, each other before the we show. Need to
1: co, we need to co-host the wedding, dude. Oh, if we did a play-by-play of the wedding? No, we do the ceremony. We're the fucking preachers, dude. <laughs> we're the
0: preachers.
1: Let's get ordained and do their wedding, dude. <laughs> Joint preach? Hell yeah, dude. And we do our segments. <laughs> do their segments. Something to this preaching. Dude. All right, this week at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Just give them both some DDTs while oh, we're up there. Oh my god. You Anyways, can I'll get DDT. We're happy for you guys. Also happy to mark turning thirty you old ass sack of shit. What did you make that face for? Because <laughs> it was funny, and, but also mean. Yeah. But also we love him. Yeah. <laughs> These are all things. You got
0: something else you want to add? These are all emotions. I do. Our last <laughs> our last guest on the pod was Panos Vlahos, our buddy. And last weekend, he did the Nautica Malibu Triathlon. What a beast. He's a fucking animal. Yep. He placed 34th overall. Which, out of, like, thousands, he did it in two hours and 26 minutes, if I remember right. Oh, my God. Which, uh, I don't know for sure what the swim length was. I think it was a mile swim. or and, and, and the bike was 25 miles-ish, and then the run was about six miles. To do all of that in two and a half hours, basically. And then he got sixth in his age group. So, big time props. I went to go watch him with his... Girlfriend, Jana, and Bro, if you ever want to feel like a just a, a piece of shit, <laughs> go wake up early and watch
1: people dominate life. Yeah. Just crush. Just crush crushing it. life.
0: And and then and then and just they get winded walking up the hill to watch them. <laughs> sit there and get real introspective with him. You're like, why? What am I doing with my life? Why aren't I out there? You start I was sweating just thinking oh, about man. it. I was just like, ah. My body was like, you need to be doing something. We're just gonna sweat while you sit here. Oh, man. Golly. Props to you, my friend. <laughs> Pop, props to Beast. you. Straight terminator of a human being. Props to him. Oh, I'm gonna call him out real quick, because he said that he was running out of Los Angeles, California, rather than his hometown, uh, which I can't pronounce, in Greece and we were waiting to, me and Jono were waiting to see what he put down, because they announced it when he crossed the finish line, and it said Los Angeles, California, and where you running from, dog. Wow. Why are you running, you know, don't run from your, don't from, run from yourself. Wow. Doing all that running. <laughs> don't run from yourself. <laughs> running, 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 running. Let's get it started,
1: ah, Let's get it started in here. You got anything else, buddy? Nah. I think I'm all good. Nah. Guys, thank you so much. You can follow us on Instagram, at Another Shitty Pod. Uh, you can s- subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Pretty much most big uh, podcast apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the easiest way to do it is I just type in Nick Grace and Bruce. Pops up. I think you can now type in Shitty with no asterisks. You can. And Apple's like chilling out, I guess. It'll find it for you. Yeah. And so and, that's a good time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace. What's up, man? Oh, oh you're, right, good. Right. you're good. You're good.
0: You're good too. So, oh, you're good, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's perfect time. Shout out Lolo Jones. Goodbye. <laughs> Cause all my friends, we were born survivors. And every time we close our eyes, we'll dream about tomorrow.